learning about chocolate. It's a bit of a shorter Wikipedia page, this one, so it might not take quite as long as the last one. But let's dive right in and learn about chocolate. Chocolate is a usually sweet brown food preparation of roasted and ground cacao seeds. It is made in the form of a liquid, paste, or in a block, or used as a flavouring ingredient in other foods. The earliest evidence of use traces to the Olmecs, Mexico, with evidence of chocolate beverages dating to 1900 BC. The majority of Mesoamerica, a Mesoamerican people, made chocolate beverages including the Maya and Aztecs. Indeed, the word chocolate is derived from the classical Nahuatl word chocolatl. The seeds of the cacao tree have an intense bitter taste and must be fermented to develop the flavour. After fermentation, the beans are dried, cleaned and roasted. The shell is removed to produce cacao nibs which are then ground to cocoa mass, unadulterated chocolate in rough form. Once the cocoa mass is liquefied by heating, it is called chocolate liquor. The liquor, is, the liquor also may be cooled and processed into its two components, cocoa solids and cocoa butter. Baking chocolate, also called bitter chocolate, contains cocoa solids and cocoa cocoa butter in varying proportions without any added sugar. Powdered baking cocoa, which contains more fiber than it contains cocoa butter, can be, it can be processed with alkali to produce Dutch cocoa. Much of the chocolate consumed today is in the form of sweet chocolate, a combination of cocoa solids, cocoa butter, or added vegetable oils and sugar. Milk chocolate is sweet chocolate that additionally contains milk powder or condensed milk. White chocolate contains cocoa butter, sugar and milk, but no cocoa solids. Ah, oh, cool. I always wondered what made white chocolate white chocolate. Chocolate is one of the most popular food types and flavours in the world, and many foodstuffs involving chocolate exist, particularly desserts including cakes, pudding, mousse, chocolate brownies, and chocolate chip cookies. Many candies are filled with or coated with sweetened chocolate, and bars of solid chocolate and candy bars coated in chocolate are eaten as snacks. Gifts of chocolate molded into different shapes, such as eggs, hearts, coins, are traditional on certain Western holidays, including Christmas, Easter, Valentine's Day, and Hanukkah. Chocolate is also used in cold and hot beverages, such as chocolate milk and hot chocolate, and in some alcoholic drinks, such as creme de cacao. Although cocoa originated in the Americas, West African countries, particularly Cote d'Ivory Cote and Ghana, are the leading producers of cocoa in the 21st century, accounting for some 60% of the world cocoa supply. With some 2 million children involved in the farming of cocoa in West Africa, child slavery and trafficking were major concerns in 2018. However, international attempts to improve conditions for children were 
failing because of persistent poverty, absence of schools, increasing world cocoa demand, more intensive farming of cocoa, and continued exploitation of child labor. Oh dear. History. Mesoamerican usage. Chocolate has been prepared as a drink for nearly all of its history. For example, one vessel found at an Olmec archaeological site on the Gulf on the Gulf Coast of Veracruz, Veracruz, sorry, on the Gulf Coast of Veracruz, Mexico, dates chocolate preparation by pre-Olmec peoples as early as 1750 BC. On the Pacific coast of Chiapas, Mexico, a Mocaya archaeologist site provides evidence of cacao beverages dating even earlier, to 1900 BC. The residues and the kind of vessel in which they are found indicate the initial use of cacao was not simply as a beverage, but the white pulp around the cacao beans was used as a light, uh, used was likely used as a source of fermentable sugars for an alcoholic drink. An early classic period, which is 460 to 480 AD, Mayan tomb from the site in Rio Azul had vessels with the Maya glyph for cacao on them with residu- residue of a chocolate drink. Suggest the Maya were drinking chocolate around 400 AD. Documents in Maya hieroglyphs stated chocolate was used for ceremonial purposes in addition to everyday life. The Maya grew cacao trees in their backyards and used the cacao seeds the trees produced to make a frothy, bitter drink. Sounds gross. By the 15th century, the Aztecs gained control a large part of Mesoamerica and adopted cacao into their culture. They associated chocolate with Quetzalcoatl, who, according to one legend, was cast away by the other gods for sharing chocolate with humans, and identified its extrication from the pod with the removal of the human heart in sacrifice. In contrast to the Maya, who liked their chocolate warm, the Aztecs, the Aztecs drank it cold, seasoning it with a broad variety of additives, including the petals of the Symbopetalum penduliforum tree, chili pepper, allspice, vanilla, and honey. The Aztecs were not able to grow cacao themselves, as their home in the Mexican highlands was unsuitable for it, so chocolate was a luxury imported into the empire. Those who lived in areas ruled by the Aztecs were required to offer cacao seeds in payment of the tax they deemed tribute. Cocoa beans were often used as currency. For example, the Aztecs used a system in which one turkey cost a hundred cacao beans. One fresh avocado was worth three beans. The Maya and Aztecs associated cacao with human sacrifice and chocolate drinks specifically with sacrificial human blood. The Spanish royal chronicler Gonzalo Fernandez de Oviedo described a chocolate drink he had seen in Nicaragua in 
1528 mixed with Akiote. Because those people are fond of drinking human blood, to make this beverage seem like blood, they add a little Akiote so it then turns red. And part of that foam is left on the lips and around the mouth. And when it is red for having Akiote, it seems a horrifying thing because it seems like blood itself. century, no European had ever heard of the popular drink from the Central American peoples. Christopher Columbus and his son Ferdinand entered the cacao bean, no sorry, encountered the cacao bean on Columbus's fourth mission to the Americas on the 15th of August 1502, when he and his crew seized a large native canoe that proved to contain cacao beans among others goods for trade. Spanish conquistador Hernan Cortes may have been the first European to encounter it, as the frothy drink was part of the after-dinner routine of Montezuma. José de Acosta, a Spanish Jesuit uh, missionary who lived in Peru and then Mexico in the later 16th century, wrote of its growing influence, wrote of its growing influence on the Spaniards. Loathsome to such, and as are not acquainted with it, having a scum or froth that is very unpleasant to taste, yet it is a drink very much esteemed among the Indians, where they feast noblemen and who pass through their country. The Spaniards, both men and women, that are accustomed to the country, are very greedy of this chocolate. They say they make diverse sorts of it, some hot, some cold, and some temperate. But therein much of that chili, yeah, they make paste thereof, which they say is good for the stomach against Qatar. While Columbus had taken cacao beans with him back to Spain, chocolate made no impact until Spanish friars introduced it to the Spanish court. After the Spanish conquest of the Aztecs, chocolate was imported to Europe. There, it quickly became a court favourite. It was still served as a beverage, but the Spanish added sugar, as well as honey, to counteract the natural bitterness. Vanilla, another indigenous American introduction, was also a popular additive, with pepper and other spices sometimes used to give the illusion of more potent vanilla flavour. Unfortunately, these, spice, these spices had the tendency to unsettle the European constitution, the encyclopedia says. The pleasant, scant, and sublime taste it imparts to chocolate might have it highly recommended, but a long experience having shown that it could potentially upset one's stomach, which is why chocolate without vanilla was sometimes referred to as healthy chocolate. By 1602, chocolate had made its way from Spain to Austria. By 1662, Pope Alexander VII had declared that religious fasts were not broken by consuming chocolate drinks. Within about 100 years, chocolate established a foothold throughout Europe. 
the new craze for chocolate brought with it a thriving slave market as between the early 1600s and late 1800s the laborious and slow process so processing of the cacao bean was manual cacao plantations spread as the english dutch and french colonized and planted with the depletion of mesoamerican workers largely to disease cacao production was often the work of poor wage laborers laborers and african slaves wind-powered and horse-drawn mills were used to speed production augmenting human labor heating the working areas of the table mill an innovation that emerged in france in 1732 also assisted in extraction new processes that spread the production of chocolate emerged early in the industrial revolution in 1815 dutch chemist conrad van houten introduced alkaline salts to chocolate which reduced its bitterness A few years thereafter, in 1828, he created a press to remove about half the natural fat, cocoa butter and cacao butter, or cacao butter, sorry, from chocolate liquor, which made both, which made chocolate both cheaper to produce and more consistent in quality. This innovation introduced the modern era of chocolate, known as Dutch cocoa, the machine pressed chocolate was instrumental in the transformation of chocolate to its solid form when, in 1847, English chocolatier Joseph Fry discovered a way to make chocolate mouldable when he mixed the ingredients of cocoa powder and sugar with melted cocoa butter. Subsequently, his chocolate factory, Fry's of Bristol, England, began mass-producing chocolate bars, Fry's Chocolate Cream, launched in 1866 and they became very popular. Milk had sometimes been used as an addition to chocolate beverages since the mid-19th century, but in 1875 Swiss chocolatier Daniel Peter invented milk chocolate by mixing a powdered milk developed by Henry Nestle with the liquor. In 1879 the texture and taste of chocolate was further improved when Rudolf Lindt invented the conching machine. Besides Nestle, a number of notable chocolate companies had their start in the late 19th and early 20th centuries. Roundtrees of York set up and began producing chocolate in 1862 after buying out the Tuke family business. Cadbury was manufacturing boxed chocolates in, eight, in England by 1868 in 1839, Milton S. Hershey purchased chocolate processing equipment at the World's Columbian Exposition in Chicago and soon began the career of Hershey chocolate with chocolate-coated caramels. Etymology Cacao pronounced by the Olmecs as Kakawa, Kakawa, K-A-K-A-W-A, dates to 1000 BC or earlier. The word chocolate entered the, initial, uh, the English language from Spanish in about 1600, 
the word entered Spanish from the word chocolatl, that's the word from earlier, in Nahutl, the language of the Aztecs. The origin of the Nahutl word is uncertain, as it does not appear in any early Nahutl source, where the word for chocolate drink is cacaute, cacaute which means cacao water. Possible that the Spaniards coined the word perhaps in order to avoid caca, a vulgar Spanish word for feces. <laughs> Combining the Yucatec Mayan word chocol, hot, with the Nautil word atl, for water, another proposed etymology derives it from the word chocolatl, meaning beaten drink, which may derive from the word for the frothing stick. Chicoli, the term chocolatier for a chocolate confection maker is attested from 1888. Types. Chocolate can be distinguished. Pure, unsweetened chocolate, often called baking chocolate, contains primarily cocoa solids and cocoa butter in varying proportions. Much of the chocolate consumed today is in the form of sweet chocolate, which combines chocolate with sugar. Milk. Milk chocolate is sweet chocolate that also contains milk powder or condensed milk. In the UK and Ireland, milk chocolate must contain a minimum of 20% total dry cocoa solids. In the rest of the European Union, minimum is 25. Nice one, UK and Ireland. White. White chocolate, although similar in texture to that of milk and dark chocolate, does not contain any cocoa solids. Because of this, many countries do not consider white chocolate as chocolate at all. White chocolate contains cocoa butter, sugar and milk, but no cocoa solids. Dark chocolate. Dark chocolate is produced by adding fat and sugar to the cacao mixture. The US Food and Drug Administration calls this a sweet chocolate and requires a 15% concentration of chocolate liquor. European rules specify a minimum of 35% cocoa solids. A higher amount of cocoa solids indicates more bitterness. Semi-sweet chocolate is a dark chocolate with a low sugar content. Bittersweet chocolate is chocolate liquor with chocolate liquor to which some sugar, typically a third, more cocoa butter and vanilla are added. It has less sugar and more liquor than semi-sweet chocolate, but the two are interchangeable in baking. It's also known to last for two years if stored properly. As of 2017, there is no high-quality evidence that dark chocolate affects blood pressure significantly or prevents or provides other health benefits. Unsweetened Unsweetened chocolate is pure chocolate liquor, also known as bitter or baking chocolate. It is unadulterated chocolate, the pure ground roasted chocolate beans impart a, impart a strong deep chocolate flavour. It is typically used in baking or other products to which sugar and other ingredients are added. Raw chocolate, often referred to as raw cacao, is always dark and a minimum of 75% cacao. 
poorly tempered or untempered chocolate may have whitish spots on the dark chocolate part. Called chocolate bloom, it is an indication that sugar and or fat has separated due to poor storage. It is not toxic and can be safely consumed. That's what that is. I always got that in on Christmas calendars and stuff. White spots. Indication that sugar and or fat has separated. Production. Roughly two-thirds of the entire world's cocoa is produced in West Africa, with 43% from the coke d'ivory. Whereas of 2007, child labour is a common practice to obtain the product. According to the World Cocoa Foundation, in 2007, some 50 million people around the world depend on cocoa as a source of livelihood. As of 2007 in the UK, most chocolatiers purchase their chocolate from them to melt, mould and package to their own design. According to the WCF's 2012 report, the Ivory Coast is the largest producer of cocoa in the world. The two main jobs associated with uh, with creating chocolate candy are chocolate makers and chocolatiers. Chocolate makers use harvested cocoa cacao beans and other ingredients to produce coverture chocolate in brackets covering chocolatiers use the finished coverture to make chocolate candies in brackets bars truffles etc production costs can be decreased by reducing cocoa solid content or by substituting cocoa butter with another fat Cocoa growers object to allowing the result, resulting food to be called chocolate due to the risk of lower demand for their crops. Genome The sequencing in 2010 of the genome of the cacao tree may allow yields to be improved. Due to concerns about global warming effects on lowland climate in the narrow band of latitudes where cacao is grown, brackets 20 degrees north and south of the equator the commercial company mars incorporated and the university of california berkeley are conducting genomic research in 2017 and 18 to improve the survivability of cacao plants in hot climates cacao varieties Chocolate is made from cocoa beans, the dried and fermented seeds of the cacao tree. A small 4 to 8 meter tall, 15 to 26 feet, evergreen tree native to the deep tropical region of the Americas. Recent genetic studies suggest the most common genotype of the plant originated in the Amazon basin and was gradually transported by humans throughout South and Central America. Early forms of another genotype have also been found in what is now Venezuela. The scientific name Theobroma means food of the gods. The fruit, called a cacao pod, is ovid 
15 to 30 centimeters, 6 to 12 inches long, and 8 to 10 centimeters, 3 to 4 inches wide, ripening yellow to orange and weighing about 500 grams, 1.1 pounds, when ripe. Cacao trees are small, understory trees that need rich, well-drained soils. They naturally grow within 20 degrees of either side of the equator because they need about 2,000 millimeter of rainfall a year and temperatures in the range of 21 to 32 degrees, 70 to 90 degrees Fahrenheit. Cacao trees cannot tolerate a temperature lower than 15 degrees Celsius, which is 59 degrees Fahrenheit. The three main varieties of cacao beans used in chocolate are Criollo, Forestero, and Trinitario. Criollo, representing only 5% of all cocoa beans. Representing only 5% of all cocoa beans, sorry, cocoa beans grown as of 2008, Criollo is the rarest and most expensive cocoa on the market and is native to Central America, the Caribbean islands, and the northern tier of South American states. The genetic purity of cocoa solid today as Criollo is disputed as most populations have been exposed to the genetic influence of other varieties. Criollos are particularly difficult to grow as they are vulnerable to a variety of environmental threats and produce low yields of cocoa per tree. The flavor of Criollo is described as delicate yet complex. <coughs> low in classic chocolate flavor, but rich in secondary notes of long duration. Forestero. The most commonly grown bean is Forestero, a large group of wild and cultivated cacaos, most likely native to the Amazon basin. The African cocoa crop is entirely of the Forestero variety. They are significantly hardier and of higher yield than Criollo. The source of most chocolate marketed Forestero Cocos are typically strong in classic chocolate flavour but have a short duration and are unsupported by secondary flavours producing quite bland in inverted commas chocolate. Trinitario Trinitario is a natural hybrid of Criollo and Forestero. Trinitario originally originated in Trinidad after an introduction of Forestero to the local Criollo crop. Nearly all cacao produced over the past five decades is of the Forestero or lower grade Trinitario varieties. Processing. Processing. Cacao pods are harvested by cutting them from the tree using a machete or by knocking them off the tree using a stick. The beans with their surrounding pulp are removed from the pods and placed in piles or bins, allowing access to microorganisms so fermentation of the pectin-containing material can begin. 
yeasts produce ethanol, lactic acid bacteria produce lactic acid, and acetic acid bacteria produce acetic acid. The fermentation process, which takes up to seven days, also produces several flavour precursors, eventually resulting in the familiar chocolate taste. It is important to harvest the pods when they are fully ripe, because if the pod is unripe, the beans will have a low cocoa butter content, or sugars in the white pulp will be insufficient for fermentation, resulting in a weak flavour. After fermentation, the beans must be quickly dried to prevent mould growth. Climate and weather permitting, this is done by spreading the beans out in the sun for 5-7 to seven days. The dried beans are then transported to a chocolate manufacturing facility. The beans are cleaned, removing twigs, stones and other debris, roasted and graded. Next, the shell of each bean is removed to extract the nib. Finally, the nibs are ground and liquefied, resulting in pure chocolate in fluid form, chocolate liquor. The liquor can be processed into two components, cocoa solids and cocoa butter. is blended with the cocoa butter in various quantities to make different types of chocolate or covertures. Basic blend of ingredients for the variety for the various types of chocolate in order of highest quantity of cocoa liquor first are dark chocolate which is sugar, cocoa butter, cocoa liquor and sometimes vanilla, milk chocolate cocoa butter, cocoa liquor, milk or milk powder and vanilla, and white chocolate, which is sugar, cocoa butter, milk or milk powder and vanilla. Usually, an emulsifying agent such as soy lectin is added, though a few manufacturers prefer to exclude this ingredient for purity reasons and to remain GMO-free, sometimes at the cost of a perfectly smooth texture. Some manufacturers are now using PGPR, an artificial emulsifier derived from castor oil that allows them to reduce the amount of cocoa butter while maintaining the same mouthfeel. Texture is also heavily influenced by processing, specifically conching. The more Expensive chocolates tend to be processed longer and thus have a smoother texture and mouthfeel, regardless of whether emulsifying agents are added. Different manufacturers develop their own signature blends based on the above formulas. Varying proportions of the different constituents are used. The finest plain dark chocolate covertures contain at least 70% cocoa, both solids and butter, whereas milk chocolate usually contains up to 50%. High quality white chocolate covertures contain only about 35% cocoa butter. 
producers of high quality small batch chocolate argue that mass production produces bad quality chocolate. Some mass produced chocolate contains much less cocoa, as low as 7% in many cases, and fats other than cocoa butter. Vegetable oils and artificial vanilla flavour are often used in cheaper chocolate to mask poorly fermented and or roasted beans. In 2007, the Chocolate Manufacturers Association in the United States, whose members include Hershey, Nestle and Archer Daniels Midland, lobbied the Food and Drug Administration FDA, to change the legal definition of chocolate to let them substitute partially, partially hydrogenated vegetable oils for cocoa butter, in addition to using artificial sweeteners and milk substitutes. Currently, the FDA does not allow a product to be referred to as chocolate if the product contains any of these ingredients. In the EU, a product can be sold as chocolate if it contains up to 5% vegetable oil and must be labelled as family milk chocolate rather than milk chocolate if it contains 20% milk. Family milk chocolate? Wow, I'm going to look out for that. According to Canadian Food and Drug Regulations, a chocolate product is a food product that is sourced from at least one cocoa product and contains at least one of the following. Chocolate, bittersweet chocolate, semi-sweet chocolate, dark chocolate, sweet chocolate, milk chocolate, or white chocolate. A cocoa product is defined as a food product that is sourced from cocoa beans and contains cocoa nibs, cocoa liquor, cocoa mass, unsweetened chocolate, bitter chocolate, chocolate liquor, cocoa, low-fat cocoa, cocoa powder, or low-fat, low-fat cocoa powder. Conching. The penultimate process is called conching. A conch is a container filled with metal beads which act as grinders. The refined and blended chocolate mass is kept in a liquid state by frictional heat. Chocolate, prior to conching, has an uneven and gritty texture. The conching process produces cocoa and sugar particles particles smaller than the tongue can detect, hence the smooth mouth, the smooth feel in the mouth. The length of the conching process determines the final smoothness and quality of the chocolate. High quality chocolate is conched for about 72 hours and lesser grades about 4 to 6. After the process is complete, the chocolate mass is stored in tanks heated to about 45 to 50 degrees Celsius. 113 to 122 Fahrenheit until processing. Tempering. The final process is called tempering. Uncontrolled crystallization of cocoa butter typically results in crystals of varying size, some or all large enough to be clearly seen with the naked eye. This causes the surface of the chocolate to appear mottled and matte and causes the chocolate to crumble rather than snap when broken. The uniform sheen and crisp bite of properly processed chocolate are the result of consistently small cocoa butter crystals produced by the tempering process. Fats in cocoa butter can crystallize in six different forms. 
brackets, polymorphous crystallization. The primary purpose of tempering is to assure that only the best form is present. The six different crystal forms have different properties. The table here with, I'll just go through it. Crystal one, 17 degrees Celsius, soft, crumbly, melts too easily. Crystal two, 21 degrees Celsius, soft, crumbly, melts too easily. Crystal three, 26 degrees, firm, poor snap, melts too easily. Number four, 28 degrees, firm, good snap, melts too easily. Number five, 34 degrees, glossy, firm, best snap, melts near body temperature, 30 degrees Celsius. Crystal six, 30 degree, 36 degrees Celsius, hard, takes weeks to form. As a solid piece of chocolate, cocoa but the cocoa butter fat particles are in a crystalline rigid structure that gives the chocolate its solid appearance. Once heated, the crystals of the polymorphic cocoa butter are able to break apart from the rigid structure and allow the chocolate to obtain a more fluid consistency as the temperature increases. The melting process. When the heat is removed, cocoa butter crystals become rigid again and come close together, allowing the chocolate to solidify. The temperature in which the crystals obtain enough energy to break apart from their rigid conformation would depend on the milk fat content in the chocolate and the shape of the fat molecules, as well as the form of the cocoa butter fat. Chocolate with a higher fat content will melt at a lower temperature. Making chocolate considered good is about forming as many type V crystals, sorry, type 5 crystals, type 5? Yeah, type 5 crystals as possible. This provides the best appearance and texture and creates the most stable crystals. So the texture and appearance will not degrade over time. To accomplish this, the temperature is carefully manipulated during the crystallization. Generally, the chocolate is first heated to 45 degrees Celsius to melt all six forms of crystals. Next, the chocolate is cooled to about 27 degrees Celsius, which will allow crystal types uh, 4 and 5 to form. At this temperature, the chocolate is agitated to create many small crystal seeds, which will serve as nuclei to create small crystals in the chocolate chocolate is then heated to about 31 degrees Celsius to eliminate any type 6 crystals leaving just type 5 wait sorry the chocolate is then heated to about 31 degrees Celsius to, to eliminate any type 4 crystals leaving just type 5's, 5 after this point any excessive heating of the chocolate will destroy the temper and this process will have to be repeated However, other methods of chocolate tempering are used. The most common variant is introducing already tempered solid seed chocolate. The temper of chocolate can be measured with a chocolate temper meter to ensure accuracy and consistency. 
A sample cup is filled with the chocolate and placed in the unit, which then displays or prints the results. Mm. Two classic ways of manually tempering chocolate are working the molten chocolate on a high on a sorry on a heat absorbing surface such as a stone slab until thickening indicates the presence of sufficient crystal seeds. The chocolate is then gently warmed to working temperature. Or stirring solid chocolate into molten chocolate to inoculate the liquid chocolate with crystals. This method uses the already formed crystals of the solid chocolate to seed the molten chocolate. Chocolate tempering machines or temperers with computer controls can be used to produ- can be used for producing consistently tempered chocolate. In particular, continuous tempering machines are used in large volume applications. Various methods and apparatuses for continuous flow tempering have been described by Arsted, Solik and Bueller, three manufacturers of commercial chocolate equipment, with a focus now on energy efficiency. In general, molten chocolate coming in at 40 to 50 degrees Celsius is cooled in heat exchangers to crystallization temperatures of about 26 to 30 degrees Celsius passed through a tempering column consisting of spinning plates to induce to induce shear then warmed slightly to remelt undesirable crystal formations storage Chocolate is very sensitive to temperature and humidity. Ideal storage temperatures are between 15 and 17 degrees Celsius, 59 to 63 Fahrenheit, with a relative humidity of less than 50%. If refrigerated or frozen without contaminant, chocolate can absorb enough moisture to cause a whitish discoloration, the result of fat or sugar crystals rising to the surface. Various types of blooming effects can occur if chocolate is stored or served improperly. Chocolate bloom is caused by storage temperature fluctuating or exceeding 24 degrees Celsius, 75 Fahrenheit, while sugar bloom is caused by temperature below 15 degrees, 59 Fahrenheit, or excess humidity. To distinguish between different types of bloom, one can rub the surface of the chocolate lightly and if the bloom disappears, it is fat bloom. Moving chocolate between temperature extremes can result in an oily texture. Although visually unappealing, chocolate suffering from bloom is safe for consumption and taste unaffected. Bloom can be reversed by re-tempering the chocolate or using it for any use that requires melting the chocolate. Chocolate is generally stored away from other foods as it can absorb aromas, absorb different aromas, sorry. Ideally, chocolates are packed or wrapped and placed in proper storage with the correct humidity and temperature. Additionally, chocolate is frequently stored in a dark place or protected from light by wrapping paper. The glossy, shiny, snap, uh, sorry, the glossy, shine, snap, aroma 
texture and taste of the chocolate can show the quality and if it was stored well. Composition Nutrition A 100 gram serving of milk chocolate supplies 540 calories. It is 59% carbohydrate, which is made up of 52% as sugar and 3% as dietary fiber, 30% fat and 8% protein. Brackets table. I don't know what that means. Oh, it might uh, might be referring to uh, a nutritional value table that's to the right. I'm not going to read that out. It's just a lot of just a list of vitamins. Approximately 65% of the fat in milk chocolate is saturated, mainly palmitic acid and stearic acid, while the predominant unsaturated fat is oleic acid. 100 grams of milk chocolate is an excellent source, over 19% of the daily value of riboflavin, vitamin B12 and the dietary minerals manganese, phosphorus and zinc. Chocolate is a good source of calcium, magnesium, and iron. (coughs) Effects on health. Chocolate may be a factor for heartburn in some people because one of its constituents, theobromine, may affect the esophageal sphincter muscle in a way that permits stomach acid to enter the esophagus. Theobromine poisoning is an overdosage reaction to the bitter alkaloid which happens more frequently in domestic animals than humans. However, daily intake of 50 to 100 cocoa cocoa, 0.8 to 1.5 grams of theobromine Theobromine, theobromine, I'm going to keep calling it theobromine. Theobromine by humans has been associated with sweating, trembling, and severe headache. Oh dear. Chocolate contains alkaloids such as theobromine and phentylamine. Phentylamine. Phenethylamine. Phenethylamine. Theobromine and phenethylamine, which have psychological effects in humans but the presence of theobromine theobromine <laughs> renders it toxic to some animals such as dogs and cats I apologise for that car crash of a sentence chocolate and cocoa contain moderate to high amounts of oxalate which may increase someone's risk for kidney stones oh dear during cultivation and production, chocolate may absorb the heavy metal lead from the environment, but the total amounts typically eaten are less than the to- tolerable daily limit for lead consumption, according to a World, a World Health Organization report from 2010. I didn't, I never knew there was a a risk of lead overdose from this kind of thing. However, reports from 2014 indicate that chocolate may be a significant source of lead ingestion for children if consumption is high, and one 10-gram cube of dark chocolate 
may contain as much as 20% of the daily lead oral limit. A few studies have documented allergic reactions from chocolate in children. Other research has shown that dark chocolate can aggravate acne in men who are prone to it. Research has also shown that consuming dark chocolate does not substantially affect blood pressure. Chocolate and cocoa are under preliminary research to determine if consumption affects the risk of certain cardiovascular diseases or cognitive abilities. A 1 tablespoon five grams, serving of dry unsweetened cocoa powder has 12.1 milligrams of caffeine and this 25 gram single serving of dark chocolate has 22.4 milligrams of caffeine, although a single 7 ounce serving of coffee may contain 80 to 175 milligrams, studies have shown psychoactive effects in caffeine doses as low as 9 milligrams and a dose as low as 12.5 milligrams was shown to have effects on cognitive performance. Excessive consumption of large quantities of any energy-rich food, such as chocolate, without a corresponding increase in activity to expend the associated calories, can cause weight gain and possibly lead to obesity. Raw chocolate is high in cocoa butter, a fat which is removed during chocolate refining and then added back in varying proportions during the manufacturing process. Manufacturers may add other fats, sugars, and milk, all of which increase the caloric content of chocolate. Phytochemicals Cocoa contains phytochemicals. Cocoa solids are a source of flavonoids and alkaloids, such as theobromine, phenethylamine, and caffeine. That word got me again. Damn it. Labeling some manufacturers provide the percentage of chocolate in a finished chocolate confection as a label quoting percentage of cocoa or cacao. It should be noted that this refers to the <coughs> should be noted that this refers to the combined percentage of both cocoa solids and cocoa butter in the bar, not just the percentage of cocoa solids. The Belgian AMBAO certification mark indicates that no non-cocoa vegetable fats have been used in making the chocolate. Chocolates that are organic or fair trade certified carry labels accordingly. In the United States, some large chocolate manufacturers lobbied the federal government to permit confections containing cheaper hydrogenated vegetable oil in place of cocoa butter to be sold as chocolate. In June 2007, as a response to consumer concern after the proposed change, the FDA reiterated cacao fat as oh dear. <laughs> the FDA reiterated cacao fat as one of the signature characteristics of the product will remain a principal component of standardized chocolate. Industry. The chocolate industry is a steadily growing 50 billion a year worldwide business centered on the sale and consumption of chocolate. It is prevalent throughout most of the world. Europe accounts for 45% of the world's chocolate revenue 
and the US 20 billion. <clears throat> 20 billion dollars, sorry. Not 20 billion percent. Europe accounts for 45% of the world's chocolate revenue and the US 20 billion dollars. Big Chocolate is the grouping of major international chocolate companies in Europe and the US. The US companies, such as Mars and Hershey's alone, generate 13 billion a year in chocolate sales and account for two-thirds of US production. Despite the expanding reach, excuse me. Despite the expanding reach of the chocolate industry internationally, Cocoa farmers and labourers in the Ivory Coast are unaware of the use of the beans. The high cost of chocolate in the Ivory Coast also means that it is inaccessible for the majority of the population who are unaware of what it tastes like. Chocolate manufacturers produce a range of products from chocolate bars to fudge. Large manufacturers of chocolate products include Cadbury, the world's largest confectionery maker, Ferrero, uh, Gullian, Gaillian, uh, the Hershey Company, Lindt and Sprungli. Oh, Lindt and Sprungli, that's one company. Uh, Mars, Incorporated, oh, it just says Mars, comma, Incorporated. I don't know if that's Mars Incorporated or it's just a chocolate company called Incorporated. But Mars Incorporated, Milka, ne- Newhouse, and Sucard. Gaillian is best known for its chocolate seashells, Cadbury for its dairy milk and cream egg. The Hershey Company, the largest chocolate manufacturer in North America, produces the Hershey Bar and Hershey's Kisses. Mars Incorporated, oh yeah, it was Mars Incorporated. Mars Incorporated, a large privately owned US corporation, produces Mars Bars, Milky Way, M&Ms, Twix and Snickers. Lint is known for its truffle balls and gold foil wrapped Easter bunnies. Food conglomerates Food conglomerates Nestle SA and Kraft Foods both have chocolate brands. Nestle acquired Roundtrees in 1988 and now markets chocolates under their own brand, including Smarties, a chocolate candy, and Kit Kat, a candy bar. Kraft Foods, through its 1990 acquisition of Jacob's Sucard, now owns Milka and Sucard. In February 2010, Kraft also acquired British-based Cadbury, Fries, Trebor, Bassett, and the Fairtrade brand Green and Blacks also belong to this group. Okay, this is where it might take a turn for the depressing. Child labour in cocoa harvesting. The widespread use of children in cocoa production is controversial, not only for the concerns about child labour and exploitation, but also because of up to 12,000 of the 200,000 children working in Cote d'Ivory, the world's 
biggest producer of cocoa may be victims of trafficking or slavery. Most attention on this subject has focused on West Africa, which collectively supplies 69% of the world's cocoa. And Cote de... I'm just going to call it Ivory Coast, and Ivory Coast in particular, which supplies 35% of the world's cocoa. 30% of children under age 15 in sub-Saharan Africa are child labourers, mostly in agricultural activities including cocoa farming. Major chocolate producers such as Nestle buy cocoa at commodity exchanges where ivory and cocoa is mixed with other cocoa. In 2009, Salvation Army International Development UK stated that 12,000 children have been trafficked on cocoa farms in the Ivory Coast of Africa, where half of the world's chocolate is made. SAID UK states that it is these child slaves who are likely to be working in harsh and abusive conditions for the production of chocolate. An increasing number of health food and anti-slavery organisations are highlighting and campaigning against the use of trafficking in the chocolate industry. As of 2017, approximately 2.1 children in Ghana and Côte d'Ivoire were involved in farming cocoa, carrying heavy loads, clearing forests and being exposed to pesticides. According to Sona Ebai, the former Secretary General of the Alliance of Cocoa Producing Countries, quote, I think child labour cannot be just the responsibility of industry to solve. I think it's the proverbial all hands on deck. Government, civil society, the private sector, and there you really need leadership. Reported in 2018, a a three-year pilot program conducted by Nestle with uh, 26,000 farmers, mostly located in Côte d'Ivoire, observed a 51% decrease in the number of children doing hazardous jobs in cocoa farming. The US Department of Labor formed a Child Labor Cocoa Coordinating Group as a public-private partnership with the governments of Ghana and Côte d'Ivoire to address child labour practices in the cocoa industry. The International Cocoa Initiative, involving major cocoa manufacturers, established the Child Labour Monitoring and Remediation System, intended to monitor thousands of farms in Ghana and Côte d'Ivoire for child labour conditions program reached less than 20% of the child labourers. Despite these efforts, goals to reduce child labour in West Africa by 70% before 2020 are frustrated by persistent poverty, absence of schools, expansion of cocoa farmland and increased demand for cocoa. In April 2018, the Cocoa Barometer report stated Not a single company or government is anywhere near reaching the sector-wide objective of the elimination of child labour, and not even near their commitments of a 70% reduction of child labour by 2020. Fairtrade 
In the 2000s, some chocolate producers began to engage in fair trade initiatives to address concerns about the marginalization of cocoa laborers in developing countries. Traditionally, Africa and other developing countries received low prices for their exported commodities, such as cocoa, which caused poverty to abound. Fair trade seeks to establish a system of direct trade from developing countries to counteract this unfair system. One solution for fair labour practices is for farmers to become part of an agricultural cooperative. Cooperatives pay farmers a fair price for their cocoa, so farmers have enough money for food, clothes and school fees. One of the main tenets of fair trade is that farmers receive a fair price. This does not mean that the larger amount of money paid for fair trade cocoa goes directly to the farmers. The effectiveness of fair trade has been questioned. In the 2014 article, (coughs) The Economist stated that workers on fair trade farms have a lower standard of living than on similar farms outside the fair trade system. Usage and consumption. Bars. Chocolate is sold in chocolate bars which come in dark, milk and white chocolate varieties. Some bars that are mostly chocolate have other ingredients blended into the chocolate such as nuts, raisins or crisped rice. Chocolate is used as an ingredient in a huge variety of candy bars which typically contain various confectionery ingredients e.g. nougat, wafers, caramel, nuts, etc which are coated in chocolate. Coating and filling. Chocolate is used as a flavoring product in many desserts, such as chocolate cakes, chocolate brownies, chocolate mousse, and chocolate chip cookies. Numerous types of candy and snack contain chocolate either as a filling, e.g. M&Ms, or as a coating, e.g. chocolate-coated raisins or chocolate-coated peanuts. Beverages. Some non-alcoholic beverages contain chocolate, such as chocolate milk, hot chocolate, and chocolate milkshakes. Some alcoholic liquors, liqueurs, sorry, some alcoholic liqueurs are flavored with chocolate, such as chocolate liqueur and creme de cacao. Chocolate is a popular flavor of ice cream and pudding. Chocolate sauce is a commonly added is a commonly added as a no I got the writing mistake there grammatically incorrect and chocolate sauce is a commonly added topping on ice cream sundaes popular culture religious and cultural links. Chocolate is associated with festivals such as Easter, when moulded chocolate rabbits and eggs are traditionally given in Christian communities, and in Hanukkah, when chocolate coins are given in Jewish communities. 
Chocolate hearts and chocolate in heart-shaped boxes are popular on Valentine's Day and are often presented along with flowers and a greetings card. In 1868, Cadbury created Fancy Boxes, a decorated box of chocolates in the shape of a heart for Valentine's Day. Boxes of filled chocolates quickly became associated with the holiday. Chocolate is an acceptable gift on other holidays and on occasions such as birthdays. Books and Film Chocolate has been the centre of several successful book and film adaptations. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory In 1964, Roald Dahl published a children's novel titled Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. The novel centres on a poor poor boy named Charlie. Sorry, I'll start that sentence again. Um, The novel centres on a poor boy named Charlie Bucket, who takes a tour through the greatest chocolate factory in the world, owned by Willy Wonka. Two film adaptations of the novel were produced. The first was Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, a 1971 film which later became a cult cult classic and spawned the real Willy Wonka candy company which produces chocolate products to this day. 34 years later, a second film adaptation was produced titled Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. The 2005 film was very well received by critics and was one of the highest grossing films that year, earning over $470 million worldwide. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was also recognised at the 78th Academy Awards where it was nominated for Best Costume Design for Gabriella Pesucci. Like Water for Chocolate Like Water for Chocolate or Como Agua para Chocolate A 1989 love story by novelist Laura Esquivel was adapted to film in 1992. The plot incorporates magical realism with Mexican cuisine and the title is a double entendre in its native language referring both to a recipe for hot chocolate and to an idiom that is a metaphor for sexual arousal. The film earned 11 Ariel Awards and the Academia Mexicana de Artes y Ciencias Cinematográficas, including Best Picture. Chocolate. Chocolate. A 1999 novel by Joan Harris tells the story of Vianne Rocher, a young mother whose confections changed the life of the townspeople. The 2000 film adaptation Chocolate, Chocolate also proved successful, grossing over $150 million worldwide and receiving Academy Award and Golden Globe nominations for Best Picture, Best Actress, and Best Original Score. And then we have the references, and that's everything. So, yeah, that was an interesting dive into the world of chocolate. Mm, Thanks very much for listening. 
and I will bore you again soon. Bye.